welcome to ESC Pulse, the podcast that beats into heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and I am officially at that part of Eurovision season where I'm just itching for rehearsals to start now. Uh, it's that late April period where it just starts getting frustrating, but anyway. And as always joining me... Well, Eurovision is scarily close now, um, so not long to wait. Um, hi, I'm John. <laughs> Hello, and uh, welcome to episode four of our Eurovision 2023 review. And this week we'll be covering the second half of semi-final two. And, um, oh, well, much like the first half, is a bit of a mixed bag, isn't it? <laughs> you could say that again, some, some big fan favourites, which I'm looking forward to getting stuck into. Okay, um, I don't think we have anything else um, to say about um, this part of semi <laughs> So um, I think we're just going to go straight into it, <laughs> I think. Do it. Okay, so we're going to start off with song number nine. Poland. La Pologne. This is Blanca and Solo. No, but a solo, solo. Someone's mm. going to be going off. Um, Here we go. Okay, so um, long-time listeners might know that last year Poland was my joint favourite. So you can only imagine how I felt when uh, I checked this song out when it won and... Uh, <laughs> it's funny because like, I made a TikTok making this exact same statement i was like how on earth do you go from having one of the best singers alive last year and then this year go to basically some schoolgirl doing bad karaoke and i I easily had one of the most responses to any TikTok I ever had. I basically had the entirety of Poland in my comment section. Whoa. Basically saying that the whole thing was rigged, we didn't want this, and like, like it doesn't seem like your regular butthurt fan upset that their faves didn't win kind of deal, because, you know, I've complained about that quite a while. Okay, so Blanca, from what I understand, is basically a Nepo baby with a rich dad who basically bought her a pop career and she had connections with a few of the jury members in that national final. So it sounds very much like a Spain 2017 situation, if you remember that. <laughs> oh, yes. And, um... <sighs> I just... <sighs> I just cannot. I. 
uh, I don't want to get too much into the politics of what's going on at TVP because basically it's basically from what I understand it's similar to what happened to the BBC in that the ruling Conservative Party has got their claws in deep at the broadcaster but to a much big, bigger extent over there and uh, just <sighs> like i thought rafael in 2021 was a nepotism pick but oh my god like (sighs) right i just gonna slightly move on because like like one thing that really annoys me is that i've seen quite a lot of people say oh that this is that this is a qualifier and i was like did you guys even hear the live performance in the national final? And no joke, their response was, oh, televoters don't care about vocals. <laughs> televoters don't care about vocals. Are you serious? Okay, right. Like, th- there is a difference between a singer not having a perfect um, technical performance, but still being able to carry a tune and being able to sell it very well. Like, Lena's probably the best example of that, right? But there's a difference between that and just being flat out not being able to sing. I mean, like, the example I gave on Twitter was, you know, wasn't the whole reason Gemini got nil points in 2003 because of the fact that they sang badly? You know, and um, our friend Rui responded to that saying, like, actually, last year, Austria was a big fan favourite, and yet they weren't even in the top ten of the telephone, the semi-final, and it was probably most likely down to the bad vocals. So, like, like... (laughs) Like I, I, I've I've joked before that um, the casual viewers are not very smart when it comes to voting, but they're not that dumb. And like just to hone in this point further, right? I recently watched the uh, Easy Bubble uh, public reacts video, and most of them pointed out that the singing was bad in that clip. And uh, I, I. I I just like I swear to God. Uh, okay, so like in the past, I've been guilty of being a bit too cocky with some of my Eurovision predictions, and of course, I've had a couple of occasions where I've had eggs splattered all over my face. But I've honestly never before have been so confident about a song not qualifying than this. If there by any other logic this singer who cannot sing has no stage presence and dances like she has rigor mortis like should not be anywhere near the conversation of possibly qualifying if this somehow qualifies in eurovision i will officially lose all faith in humanity like it just okay like i'm i've reached a point in my ranting where my brain has just gone too much so um john please take over Okay, I have to confess feeling a little bit sorry for Blanca because the nation of Poland won't leave her alone on the gram. Um, the song, it's it's quite a basic pop song. Um, I expect the I expect the vocal to have some padding when we get to Liverpool. Um, my theory on qualification is if the, if if the home 
um, audience don't like it, then the, the polls abroad won't vote for it either. Yeah. That's my two pence worth. I don't know how else to follow that up. I feel like I just spilled a lot of tea and there's a big mess everywhere. <laughs> let's mop it let's mop it up. <laughs> okay, so are we ready to move on to song number ten? Oh yes, the only way is up. Oh yes, thank God, the only way is up. Ah, <laughs> oh, baby, for you and me now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so next up is song number 10. Slovenia. La Slovenie. This is Joker Out and Carpe Diem. Mi pomo celo nos plesali. Ljubili se se igrali. Ko danas jutri več ne bo. Okay, well, from um, someone who might be lacking in the charisma department to a group who have charisma in bucket loads, <laughs> um, I've, I really appreciate this. It's been hovering around my lower top 10 um, ever since it came out. Um, yeah, I'm, I like to see that um, Slovenia have picked probably their most popular group of the moment. Um, this isn't an insult, but my favourite part of the song is is the part at the end, um, where the <laughs> where the um, group take a little bow at the end, and they've been doing that during the pre parties as well. That I really like that. I think that's a really cute moment. Um, there's potential here for Slovenia's best result. Now they've only got to get higher than seventh, and I think this. On the right night with the right audience, this song could do that. Time will tell, but I I like this bunch of this bunch of guys. They they've got a lot of charisma, as I say, and a lot of fans. Um, I don't know what else to say apart from yeah, I'm very pleased with this. Yeah, I have noticed that the, there is quite a significant fandom for this entry, I think, which, is, you know, this can only be a good thing. Like, like, I, it, mm. like, I haven't seen anything, like, nasty, but it's more like, um, like a positive, like, let, let's bump up this song kind of thing, which is quite nice. And, um, yeah, as you say, that, that, um, the guys are very charismatic. Like, I only just recently watched the performance of them performing it live on Slovenian TV, which is, like, which is kind of bad on my part that it took so long for me to, <laughs> to watch it. Uh, before I watched it, I wasn't sure about its chances, but after watching it and seeing how well the song came across on TV, like, I feel a lot more confident about its chances. So, um, yeah, I think this is pretty much going to qualify pretty well. So I'm not too worried about it anymore. So, um, uh, this is the kind of, like, um, like, uh, indie rock song, which I think can appeal to a decent amount of televoters. Um, and, um, 
yeah, I, I've always quite liked this song, and it's kind of been slowly growing on me uh, over the weeks. Um, this is, like, exactly the kind of, like, um, indie rock song that I was uh, into in the, t- in the 2000s, so, um, yes. so it's bringing me a little smidge of um, nostalgia. So, um, yeah, I'll be... I'll be cheering these guys on. So, um, best of luck, Sabina. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. Um, do, do you have anything else to say? No, I don't think so. No? Okay, so uh, shall we move on to song number 11? Oh, yes. Okay, so next up we have song number 11. Georgia. La Georgie. This is Iru and Echo. Well, we've been saying for a long time that we wish that Georgia would um, give us the sound that they've do, been doing very well at Junior in. And finally, our request has been answered. <laughs> um, with a Junior Eurovision winner, no less. She was part of Candy Music. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Um, yeah, I like this song. Um, it's probably not one of my going to be one of my favorites but i'm really interested to see um how they stage this i'm expecting dancers all over the stage i'm expecting fire and i'm expecting um us to be welcoming back georgia to the final also this is another Eurovision song where I don't think the title appears in the song at all. No. What's that all about? Um, from what I understand, like the title is more representative of the song because the because it the lyrics are basically meant to be like stream of consciousness and like the echo is like representative of like the echoes in your mind or something like that. That's what I read anyway. Interesting. Um, so um, I just want to start this off by saying um, welcome back to the final, Georgia. It's been a long time. We've missed you. <laughs> um, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird because like earlier on, um, Georgia were quite consistent qualifiers and like recently they've gone on a pretty long losing streak which is kind of unfortunate but um, I'm pretty sure this has a pretty solid chance of qualifying um I'm I like you John I'm very interested to see what the staging is like I'm expecting something kind of like artistic and striking a bit like the video and um I saw a clip of her singing in one of the pre-parties, and she's got a really strong voice, which um, you probably should expect from uh, from a junior alumni from Georgia. But um, yeah, I think this is um, 
gonna sound great live as well so um yeah i'm very interested to see what they do on stage with this one and um yeah uh i'm not a i'm not coco for uh crazy coco for coco pups oh, i i always forget how that saying goes <laughs> the same. cuckoo for coco pops that's it <laughs> um yeah. but um yeah i quite like this one it's quite interesting and um yeah i'm interested to see what happens <laughs> uh anything else on this entry before we move on um i think we can move on okay so next up is song number 12. san marino this is Pete Jacks with Like an Animal. noticed a quite a big chunk of the fandom poo-pooing on this one um it's kind of weird because musically i don't think it's that bad it's kind of similar to slovenia a little bit it's got kind of that um uh, indie dance kind of thing going on but man oh man these lyrics are bad <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's just kind of like dumb party lyrics that uh, just you, you think a rock band should not do these days, but uh, they just cringe. Um, so, like, I understand the hatred for this song, but, like, I do some think at least musically it's quite solid. Um, but yeah, I, I think along with Romania, this is pretty much the most obvious non-qualifier of this semi-final. Like, I don't see how they have a hope and a prayer, really. And, um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say, really. Um, what about you, John? Yeah, this won't be in the final. And I feel quite sad for the group because... I, I, I respect them and I quite like the vibe of this song. Um, I think I say this every year, but there's always um, at least one national final where you think that the choice of winner was completely random. <laughs> um, and having watched um, quite a lot of the 104 song Una Voce per San Marino selection, I would Jesus. probably... Yeah. <laughs> if 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 you didn't watch it, they had um four or five semi-finals with around 25 songs in each one. Oh my they, god. They rattled straight through them. A lot of the acts were from Italy, but you had a few Eurovision alumni from other countries and kind of random unknown acts. Um and there was this one night where a, a, a group of us were watching the live stream and we were um, picking out all the interesting lyrics. Um, there, there was one song called Rubber. I'll say no more. Oh, um, well, as in like um, Rubber Band? 
Well, no, it's in a pencil rubber. Oh, that's what I mean. Like rubber, R U B B. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if if you if you want to have a laugh, check that one out because <laughs> some something was very much lost in translation in that song. It sounds completely dodgy. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, the Pink Jacks performed on that night, and we picked up on lyrics like. Um, smell you like an animal and you have a biting tongue and then to, to, to our amazement they won the whole thing um, yeah like I say I have no hatred for this song I, I appreciate them completely but it, it kind of felt like the picked jacks were picked out of a hat <laughs> yeah I, I don't have much more to say about, about it um, they seem like a good group but yeah, no final for San Marino. Sorry. I just completely forgot I had the um, sound, uh, sound board up. I'm just trying to. Oh, there we go. I keep forgetting to use the bloody soundboard. I also got a, a, a new sound clip for this episode, which I didn't end up using because I'm done. But um, anyway, here it is. Baby. It's Kaina Kresa. <laughs> Who is Kaina Kresa? <laughs> it sounds like a drag queen name. <laughs> okay, so um, shall we move on to the next song? I've completely forgotten I, what number I it is. Think, I think we'd better move on. It's number 13. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so song number 13 next. Austria. L'Autriche. This is Taya and Selena with Who the Hell is Edgar? I think everyone who who uh, follows Eurovision on Twitter will remember the leaked demo of this song, um, and <laughs> the reaction of amazement um, of people hearing a, a, a very rough demo of po 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 Edgar Allan, and and, pe and people think, have Austria lost their minds? <laughs> and then the Pro the finished product comes out and I think they kind of blew us all away really um, it's a very clever song I'll, I'll let you go into the um, nitty gritty of it but um, yeah I don't know how it is that it's always Austria that's um, making points about the music industry in their Eurovision songs yeah. <laughs> like I saw someone on Twitter say that this is like the third time they've done it now like they did it with um damn it i forget which year it was it was um oh and i've forgotten the name of the song but you know what i'm talking about the... oh boom boom boomerang that's it that's it <laughs> yes music oh, my... is love for you and me music is money for the record company and there was another one i forget what the second one was <laughs> that one has escaped me i'm afraid 
Whoops. Uh, I apologize. My brain's mushy today. I've overslept today, so it's my memory's just not fully functioning today. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've come up with a really catchy song. Um, it's got a message. It's got a dance routine. It's got two very likable and good performers. Um, it's got a lot of fans. I mean, I know Austria were a fan favourite last year and it kind of fell flat on its face, but I think Austria have a better chance this year. Uh, anyone who mentions um, Edgar Allan Poe, the writer, um, is going to have their Twitter um, flooded by Poe, Poe, Poe <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Yeah, um, funny you mentioned um, qualifying chances. I I watched a couple of clips of them at the pre-parties, and they sound good. So um, yeah, I'm not worried about it sounding like a car crash live. So um, <laughs> we can at least like don't have any anxiety over that. Um, I'm really interested to how they're gonna stage a song like this. Like, are they gonna recreate the video? Like, I'm very interested to see where they're gonna go about with this. Um, but yeah, like, um, it's a very weird and quirky song, but it manages to do so in a way that it doesn't make it a complete joke. That, that that's kind of like a skill that is hard to achieve. And um, I just feel like um, the writers of this song had an absolute, like, ball writing this. It was like, oh, what can we do with this? And, like, it, it feels like, you know, just a very creative um, mind came up with this. <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the whole, you know, being taken over by a ghost kind of thing is just... just re- just find that really cool and uh, interesting and um yeah i'm pretty sure that um this is gonna sail through uh i've seen quite a few people suggest that this might win the semi-final i'm actually i have no idea who's gonna win the second semi-final i think you could probably just throw random darts at the dartboard in that <laughs> regard um, um, I don't think, to be honest, that many songs from Semi-Final 2 are going to end up in the top 10, to be honest. Um, but, like, yeah, I think, you know, if everything goes right, this has a pretty good chance of being top 10 in the final, maybe. And um, this will have a future of being in um, Eurovision clip shows <laughs> for many years to come, just because how bonkers the concept is. And uh, so, um, yeah, I I enjoy this quite a bit, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they stage it on the in May. So, um, yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, I'm looking at the song's wiki page just to find out a bit more about it, and it actually says that um, Tia and Selena wrote this um, with a couple of other writers at a songwriting camp for Czechia. Oh, so this could have been the Czech entry, but it's not. <laughs> what could have been Ooh. indeed <laughs> okay anything else on Austria before we move on um, I could make a case for about three or four countries in semi-final two winning um, but I wouldn't like to predict which one <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um, okay so let's move on to song number 14 
Albania. L'Albanie. This is Albina and Familia Kalmendi with Duya, which means love them. Wow, um, I don't know what to say about this song apart from the fact that it's in my top three and sometimes, depending on my mood, it's my favourite. Oh, okay. That may surprise you because I've never had Albania that high before. Well, maybe in 2018. But um, there's just something about this song that really gets me. Um, I also love the fact that um, for perhaps the first time, although some, I'm sure someone will correct me, we have a whole family act, um, multi-generational family act at performing at Eurovision. Um, we, had a, we had a mother and daughter back in 1988, but um, this is the first time we've got brothers and sisters and mum and dad, mm. which, which I, I, I think is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, yeah, melodically, sonically, I think they've done a really good job with this. Um, I was fearful for the revamp because certain songs that win Festival Ikengas are nothing without the thick orchestra, but <laughs> luckily they've done a good job with this revamp. What is going to make or break for qualification is the staging. Now, I know, I hear that they've got Sasha Jean-Baptiste again. Mm. And I'm really interested to see what they'll do with this. What I would not recommend is to just have them standing in a line for the whole three minutes just singing the song. Mm. I think they'll, I think they'll need to, they'll need to be a, you know, a concerted, you know, a concept. Yeah. Which I think that I think I think they'll do, and I, I think they'll pull it off because not a lo I don't see a lot of people um, getting this in their qualifying list, which which saddens me um, because I think it deserves a place in the final. Okay, um, uh, I've seen quite a few people online saying that oh the main girl is good, but like get rid of the others, and considering the song's subject matter, I just feel that really ignorant because mm. like but probably because they didn't even bother to look up what the song meant um uh from what i understand it's basically about family and nostalgia kind of thing and so you say that the staging needs to communicate something i feel like that's what they need they need to communicate family kind of thing i don't know how <laughs> i'm not good at that kind of stuff but um yeah yeah i think the that, that's what they need to communicate because, you know, I just feel like the, the Albanian diaspora could take that on quite well. Um, and um, it's quite a nice song. I do feel like um, it sounds like something that Albania would have sent in the 2000s. And um, mm -hmm. 
I'm not sure how that's going to work nowadays. Uh, I've got its qualification chances at 50-50 because I think it's... um. I didn't check to see how much diaspora they've got in this semi-final, but if they communicate the message of the song well in the staging, I think this could appeal to anybody, really. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think it, I think it really rests on the staging, as you said, John, in terms of its qualification chances. So um, yeah. yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. We will. It's touch and go. I accept that. But I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Oh, I was kind of surprised that um, you had it this high. Like, I I got the impression that you liked it from your social media, but I didn't expect it to be top three high. (laughs) Neither did I, but, um, and yet here we are. (laughs) Oh, okay. So uh, we got two songs left to go in the semi-final, so not long now. And uh, so next up, we go to song number 15. Lithuania. La Lituanie. This is Monica Linkite with Stay. Just stay with me. My heart is bleeding. I need your healing. Wait for me. Well, it ain't easy to love someone like me. say that you know it's nice to see a returning artist coming uh, back because of course um she was part of that duet in 2015 which i kind of enjoyed a bit of a guilty pleasure to be honest um i'm not so fond of this one unfortunately now don't get me wrong she's a really good singer but i just <sighs> Those of you who know me will know that I just don't like these kinds of wailing, empty pop ballads like this one. So I just, I'm, I, I, I'm just not a fan of this one. It just feels like a Melfest reject with some um, Lithuanian thrown in to like make it more quote personal uh, kind of thing and. Um, yeah, this is probably the most generic song of the entire lineup to me. And um, yeah, um, uh, given that it's in that penultimate ballad slot, it's probably going to qualify, but um, whatever. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, what about you, John? Well, I remember watching the Lithuanian final and um, there were two or three really good songs that were popular um, among um, the fan community. And I remember watching this song being performed and I thought to myself, well, if, if this were to win, I would, be, I would be disappointed initially and then in the context of Eurovision itself, I would grow to like it. And lo and behold, she wins and it all becomes true because she is... It's growing on me a lot, and she's winning me over with her faultless vocals in the in the pre-parties. Um, yeah, um, it's like like you said, it's probably it's not one of my favourite songs in in terms of style. But I, um, 
like the fact that they added the uh, tuto tuto chorus with the with the uh, gospel choir. Um, that's very catchy, um, and I, th- I think they've done enough to qualify. Okay. Um, anything else before we move on to the last song? No, I think that's all. Thank you. Okay, so last but by no means least, we've got the last song of semi-final two, song number 16. Australia. L'Australie. This is Voyager with Promise. I am here tonight. Promise me you'll hold me till I die. I think you want to start with this one. <laughs> yes, I um I know why you've put me first, and I think this may turn a bit awkward, but <laughs> um yeah, this is my other favourite song, and I can't believe that I have a rock song at the top of my list. That has <laughs> never ha- that has never happened before. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like a good rock song, a good rock song, um, but it's it's never been a genre that i've that has been one of my favorites um but this what voyager are doing i find it very accessible um the fact that they've mixed the synth sounds with heavy rock um guitars um there's just something about it and the fact that they do it really well um in my opinion that has really got me on board with this song and the song they did last year in in oz decides um, I'm rooting for this. I feel like um, it's a bit of a battle of the bands. There's a lot of um, Slovenia fans. There's a lot of Australia fans. There's uh, Germany fans. So we'll cover Germany next week. Um, and I've pop- the other bands are probably forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen quite a few Latvia fans as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, Sudden Lights, of course. Yes, I like them too. Um so yeah, I'm rooting for Australia this year. Um, yeah, I will. I will keep my fingers crossed, and I will keep my fingers crossed that uh, if slash when they qualify, they draw the second half of the final because it's um, getting really tiresome for the producers to put the last song of semi-final two on first in the final. Like you've done that before so so many times. Um, please don't do it again. Yeah. I think, I don't know, Puppy thinks that, yeah, this would be a pretty suitable opener for the final, but I think uh, another part of me thinks that maybe it goes a bit too hard to open a final. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what maybe, happens. Maybe. I'm I'm kind of thinking of um, We Are Domi from last year, who did really well in the semi-final and then bombed because they were put on first and nobody remembered to pick up the phone for them. Uh, I I almost clicked to the sab trombone, but like that I was too sad to do that. <laughs> I thought they would be too mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's still it sucks. Uh, funny you mentioned that because I got a sneaking suspicion that that's probably what's gonna happen to Australia. Like they're gonna do top five in the semi final, and then when it comes to the final, just. <laughs> Which would be kind of a shame because, um, and I know this is going to sound painful for you because I, and it's 
it's weird because like I had this theory and then I noticed that other people had this theory as well so it's kind of like oh okay so I'm not that insightful but me and a few others have suspected that this might be Australia's last entry because they're coming to the end of their agreement with the EBU and they suddenly scrapped their national final for quote financial reasons so it kind of sounds like they're winding down and I think part of the reason the EBU brought in the rest of the world vote was to somehow keep Australia involved somehow after this year like maybe they'll be they'll be competing forever who knows and the speculation is just that just speculation who knows but um if this is Australia's last entry this is a pretty good way to go out like um when the song first came out I wasn't sure I thought the chorus was a bit weak but it's been really growing on me recently and um when I saw that it was closing the semi-final it was kind of like I could see it, like, I could see, like, there's going to be a big light show, there's going to be pyro, it's going to be epic, and, um, Mm. yeah, I think by the time I see it live on stage, I'm probably going to love it, because, you know, we we saw in the national final last year that they're really good live, so, um, yeah, so so it's going to be pretty awesome, I think, and, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I quite enjoy this, so, um, I don't know what else to say. I've completely run out of things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Um, the funny thing is, um, when I first heard um, their music, I described it in my head as as sounding a little bit like Duran Duran, but with heavy guitars added. And funnily enough, later on in an interview, that's exactly how they described themselves. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I the Duran Duran influence a little bit yes oh and b- by the way you mentioned the heaviness you know it's got that bit where it gets like really heavy like the you know the, the, the scream and the, you know the really heavy guitars like it reminds me of that bit in um Nisla yeah I'm probably pronouncing it really bad but you know Hungary's 2018 entry you, you know because like in the instrumental break it had that bit where the guitar was getting lower and lower and lower to the point where it's just got, like this really low sounding crunch and it's kind yes. of like kind of what the this song does but more it's not as gradual it's just like straight away just like boof like like getting hit with a blaster or something i don't know (laughs) um so um yeah i imagine that's probably gonna gonna be pretty awesome live is gonna probably like (laughs) blow all our socks off probably so um yeah i think so too i i like that i love that bit so where the, the you know the vibe completely changes and it goes <laughs> <laughs> okay um anything else on australia before we wrap up this episode you know i don't know how surprised you are that i'm so so in love with this song because um of, of the two of us i'm definitely not the rock aficionado that's, <laughs> yeah. that's you <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, like I saw some messages that you that you were happy about them being in Eurovision. So, like, I kind of knew that um, you liked the song, but I wasn't expecting it to be like one of your top favorites. So. 
I'm I'm going very off script this year, I think. <laughs> ah. Um so while we're on the subject, uh, before we wrap up, um do you have any idea of what could be my favorite yet or are you still completely stumped? Well, um you dropped a hint last week that it wasn't in this semi-final, so I feel like we haven't covered it yet. And I've narrowed it down to two. Okay. But, but I'm not sure which one it's going to be. Okay, we'll find out next week. <laughs> to be honest, I thought that your favourite was going to be in the last episode as well, but um, this episode proved me otherwise. So, <laughs> Well, um, t- two more of my top five are coming. Oh, okay. So, so I wasn't that far off. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay, so that's it for <clears throat> this episode and for Semi 2. So um, we've only got one episode left and that's the automatic qualifiers. And um, there's going to be some interesting talking points. And um, yeah, so um, I'm just trying to think of a way to replace our... Um, charts the, the 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 points chart because we're not doing scores anymore. I'm thinking maybe we could just count down our top ten, maybe. Sure. Yeah, that that be that'll be a good substitute, I think. <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you very much for listening, and until next week, goodbye. Bye.